It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, January 25th, show number 315. Wow. And do apologize. Last week we were having some audio difficulties for the live streams. Right. Podcast part was fine. Part that we hear is fine. We don't. We can't hear what goes out over the stream. Uh, yeah, apparently there were some issues with that. So hopefully uh, things should sound a little bit better tonight on tonight's show. And but. if you can't, just... Auto us up tomorrow morning and yeah, on your favorite podcasting platform. Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, but I think we're good tonight. Anyways, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter from the Dominator Race Product Studio. This is the Hammerdown Racing Report, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. And um, speaking of the podcast, we uh, peaked at uh, one thirty. We've been charting constantly, consistently, I should say, in the U.S., that's amazing. 139 uh, Australia. We're at 148. We're hoping that uh, we get a bump up after oh, we uh, this week's show. And uh, back up uh, on the charts in Canada, although uh, only 241 in our category. And that's uh, on the Apple podcast charts. So I get a weekly email with the update on, on Friday. So I always right. get excited to see. I was like, ooh, what did we do this week? Sometimes it's sad. There's nothing. But anyway, excuse me. Tonight on the show, we'll be speaking with uh, Wade Onger, who's down in Australia. It's Australia Australia Day yeah, down there. Yeah, any of our Australia listeners, happy Australia Day. Yeah, Wade Onger, uh, announcer, race reporter, publicist, journalist, methanol moonshine co-founder. Uh, he's he's got a lot of. Uh, he's lot got of a lot. He's of a very entertaining guy. Fire. Too. Yeah, he is. I always enjoy talking to him. Or really, when when you're talking to him, it's mostly you're just listening to him. Yeah. And that's fine. It's all good. I'll make sure to contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane, custom print magnets, can koozies, tumblers, other gift items. They have uh, calendars. You could probably still get those, the 2024 calendar. Oh, absolutely. It's still early in the year. Uh, you still have a few days left for January. Just pick a bad picture for January and then put the best ones for February and beyond because you can make the custom calendar. You just uh, get with uh, Charlie there, 419-476-9978. He can put that together. And uh, looking forward to seeing them back at Oakshade as the official track photographer. Once again, it's been uh, many years he's been out there. It now. really has. Yeah. Uh, freeze frame photos, special moments frozen in time. Also got to mention Ron Miller Race Cars in Lambertville, Michigan. I've been dumping a lot of money into uh, that particular institution recently yeah, for well. engine parts and uh, probably some other things in the future. Oh, yeah. But he's got safety equipment, service, um, trucks, race cars, whatever you need. It's uh, there. Give Ron a call, 734-856-7223, but wait until after the live show to give him a right. call because he won't answer now, although he might. I, I could. You could. You probably would, too. Doug says the volume is much better tonight. So good. Yay. All right. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate that. Coming up uh, tonight, uh, we will also be giving away two of our special edition. Here, let's do this. Uh, the special edition Hammerdown Racing Report 
window stickers, courtesy of uh, Dale DCR Graphics. Right. Uh, Dale Cole over there at DCR Graphics. Seems as last the, week we seems had as a, last week's winner. Well, as, yeah. well, that and with, it seemed to, to be the the giveaway tool had a little bit of a bug for some reason. So we started it yeah. earlier tonight. It looks like somebody's already entered, and we haven't even told you. Uh, but yeah, just put in hashtag DCR. Do it with capitals because I I don't think it matters if you do it with uh, lowercase DCR, but hashtag DCR just like it is on your screen. Uh, and you can uh, be in that drawing to win one of these two because we're going to draw two of them tonight. Yeah, because we felt so bad about... I, I think there were over 20 entries last yeah, week. Yeah, and only came up with like six, six or something. Yeah, so that, it was a, kind of a was... weird thing. So hopefully we got that worked out as well. So get your... Uh, all you have to do is get it in there once. Hashtag DCR. Do that on the Facebook Live or YouTube Live or both. I don't know. I've been I've I've heard I've been told that that it works. You just get two throw, entries just that way. Just throwing it out there. But once you do it once, you're you're entered, yeah. and, and you don't have to do it anymore. And we'll also be giving away some Big D's pizza. Play some how many a little bit later on as well. Uh, I also got to mention Oakshade Raceway. Already talked about DCR Graphics, Dominator Race Product sponsors of the program tonight. Got some action from uh, this past weekend to uh, go over. Let's do a, a little bit of uh, racing roundup. Where'd it go? Oh, it's right there. It's underneath the mouse. Here we go. Racing Roundup. We'll figure it out. Three Show number 316, we'll finally figure things out. Uh, Sunshine Nationals were going on at uh, Volusia Raceway Park last weekend. Thursday night's action was rained out. Friday night, though, Devin Moran picking up the win there. And Hudson O'Neill picked up the 15000 to uh, win on uh, Saturday night. Moran ended up finishing third on Saturday which was good enough to win the Sunshine National Series of two races. I wonder what that paid for two shows. I'm not sure, but uh, I don't know what the payout is there, but congratulations to yeah. Devin Moran. Premier Speedway down in Australia, fish, uh, hosting the 51st Annual Sprint Car Classic. Aaron Reitzel picking up the win on Friday night. Sheldon Hoddenshield picking up the win on Saturday. And uh, another American name we're familiar with on Sunday. Same one that won Friday. Aaron Reitzel again. Uh-huh. Picked up uh, two wins a weekend down there at Premier Speedway. Murray Bridge Speedway in Australia. Saturday night, uh, Ryan Furler picking up the wingless sprint cars win. Nigel Reichstein in the street stocks. Very German name. Well, Australia has a, a, a lot of... Uh, European ties? Europeans, Okay, yeah. we'll go with yeah. that. Uh, Jake Armstrong uh, picking up the win in the Mod Lights and Ryan Burns in the Junior Sedans. Uh, before we get to uh, Mr. Wade Onger, got to mention that uh, Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race every Saturday night during race season. Got the uh, UMP Dirt Car Summer Nationals uh, coming back to town. That's happening July 13th. Also going to have uh, the new American Late Model Series, the Valvoline American right. Late Model Iron Man series presented by oh, we just talked about yeah. <laughs> Sam and I already forgot who it was. That uh, uh, it's gonna bug me now. By Valvoline, yeah. Well, Valvoline's the main main sponsor yeah. there, but that gonna be one of those shows this week, <laughs> this year, not this week, this year at uh, Oakshade Raceway. Could you imagine if it was this week? A little sloppy, oh buddy, and foggy. 
Uh, make sure to follow Oakshade Raceway on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or just uh, keep track at OakshadeRaceway.com. I've been noticing a lot of tracks getting their uh, schedules, are schedules out. out. Yeah, we got some news about a, a couple of, of them today. A lot of tracks with LMS shows. Yes, uh, looking good. Uh, DCR Graphics is your vinyl racing graphics provider. DCR does full wraps, partial wraps, number decals, sponsor decals, decals, just about any kind. Uh, they can work with you to create a design, or if you have one of your own, bring it to uh, Dale. He can uh, print that out to you or work or make it better. He worked with some of my stuff, and uh, I think uh, we got a pretty good uh, good idea for the car this year. Ooh, looking, looking forward a to it. flashier? Yeah, I don't know if it's too flashier, but we changed a little bit. Uh, call or text Dale at DCR Graphics, 419-308-9523. Check him out on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCR Graphics. You can order your official Hammerdown uh, window stickers from DCR Graphics. That's uh, what uh, these the guys look like. They're just the, the logo, yeah, which you probably can't see because that's going to be tiny on there. So let's do here. This one. Uh, five bucks. He can send that to you. You can become part of the Hammerdown or the Hammerdown Army. Right. Which uh, we have information now on our website, hammerdownracingreport.com. Click on the Hammerdown Army, and uh, you can see who's in there and uh, stick one of those on your car. You'll be part of the Hammerdown Army. We'll report on your finish each and every week, assuming you uh, submit it to us. That, that could get rather lengthy, Scott. It could. We'll see. We did have quite a few toward the end of last yeah. year. That's why we kind of hit reset and... People yeah. are, you know, put new bodies on, so they got to get new stickers from uh, DCR Graphics there. Uh, you can check them out on uh, Facebook as well at facebook.com slash DCR Graphics. About uh, we get to our guest here tonight, Mr. Wade Onger, who is uh, down there. It's morning time down in, in Australia on Australia Day. So. Yeah, I, he's on the East Coast. I think he's like 14 hours ahead of us. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Wade Onger uh, joining us uh, sort of live from Australia, where it's, uh, quote, hot as balls down there uh, yeah. today. Happy Australia Day, by the way. Happy Australia Day to you guys. Yeah, yes, it's a- going to be a, a a rather chilly 100 degrees, probably more like 110 on the drag strip today at Sydney Dragway for the oh. Australia Day Nationals for Top Fuel. So a lot hotter than what you guys are used to in January. That's why I live here and you live there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Wade giving us uh, a little bit of time here. He's got to go do some announcing, uh, doing some drag strip announcing down there. Yeah, a few years ago, we were like 105, I think it was 44 degrees in Kalgoorlie. It was, it was warm. Yes, yes, Kalgoorlie. It's not the end of the world, but you can see it from there. That's it. <laughs> now, Wade, we've had, we've had you on before uh, a couple years ago, I believe. Uh, but I mean... What uh, and and I think I had the same question. What what do you consider? Even you're an announcer, a race reporter, a publicist, a journalist, and uh, you, you're kind of the co-founder of the methanol moonshine deal. Yeah, it's um, I'm a, I'm a pretty busy person. You got to diversify. Um, so it's probably a combination of of all those things. When I first met Ron, I was uh, just a kid working at uh, Claremont Speedway and and Bunbury Speedway and doing that kind of stuff when he was part of the late model revolution uh, and racing down there. And then of course I got to meet him at, um, at Millstream, one of the most beautiful places in the world and got to work with the legendary Mr. P. Um, Flag city at that time. Yeah, that's right. What a fantastic experience that was. And um, always had a blast there. So my, my life has been, I started announcing when I was 16 
So I've been doing that 37 years. You can do the math on on that one. And um, just in the last 12 to 18 months, I've, I've probably had more of a focus on top fuel, nitro funny car, top door slammer, sort of announcing as well as my dirt stuff. So uh, that keeps me pretty busy. Uh, that's why this weekend I'm at the Top Fuel Australia Day Nationals while the Victorian Late Model Championship is on down at Premier Speedway in Warrnambool. So I really want to be in two places at one time. And, Ron, while I'm remembering, I just want to send a shout-out to a good friend of ours in Kevin Bell. Um, Belly's got his own health complications um, at the moment, and uh, you were, you know, a big part of the whole, you know, Tony Hartung and Kingsley Jones and, you know, that whole experience with Shane Yoder and everybody coming over in 96. So, um, Belly, I just want to send my love to you, mate. We love you and um, hope you're going okay. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you mentioned uh, Millstream. Um, Mm -hmm. I I don't know if you've heard uh, about what's been going on. I'm sure you have. Uh, but uh, plans are to uh, to they're going to have some races again this, this summer. It will be reborn. New oh, that's yeah. good. I was worried you were going to tell me they're going to put another two hundred houses in that area. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You know, with the Kevin Bell story, Ron. Um, I remember us going across the road to Ron Jenkins's place, you know, the Finley Auto Parts uh, sure. guy, and Kevin Bell proudly had this picture. And, and, you know, Belly always had gorgeous pieces, Ron, like they were always yeah. immaculate, you know. And uh, Belly comes over and goes, oh, Ron, this is this is my friend Kevin Bell, and Belly's over to here run run late models, and he runs a super sedan, and Belly hands over his picture, and Ron goes, wow, that's a nice-looking car. He goes, what you got in that? And Belly goes, 366, he goes, shit, you ain't even got a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Belly was devastated. And I think at the time, Ron had probably six street stocks. Like, it was uh, it was, it was very cool, very cool moment. Yeah. So uh, what have you been up to the past few months? Uh, doing drag strip uh, announcing? Combination uh, of things, um, actually, Scott. Um it's been the busiest January I've ever had as an announcer. It started off with the Sprint Car Speed Week, which was like December 26, December 28, December 30, January 1, January 3 to Pro, Pro Speed Car Week, January 5, January 6, January 7. Then I came up and did Nitro Funny Car and Door Slammer and Top Fuel Motorcycle on the 13th and 14th. I went down to Mount Gambia and called the King's Challenge for Sprint Cars and then the Grand Annual Sprint Car Classic. And I drove up to Sydney for this uh, and then next weekend, Ron, I go back to Perth, actually, for the Rob Wuffenden Classic really? for Speedway Motorcycles. So um, oh, a really, really busy time for me. Yeah. I'll say hi to everyone for you, mate. Yeah. How about uh, Warnable? Are you going to get down there at all? Well, I was there last weekend for the Classic for the Sprint right. Cars. Um, the Australian Sprint Car title and the Victorian Late Model title are on this weekend. So that's where I kind of wanted to be in two places at one time, uh, but I can't. And actually, Ty Wuffenden is riding Speedway Motorcycles uh, at Mildura, the home track that I'm from there tonight sure. as well on Australia Day. So I kind of want to be in three different places, Ron. Yeah, well, I guess uh, Veronica, Veronica McCann has yeah. made her way over. I, I don't think anybody else from the West mm-hmm. Coast uh, made the trip. Brent Vosbergen. Um, oh, cool. Also, smoking Joe Chalmers. Uh, so yeah, there is uh, there is two or three of them, and Brent's actually driving the Longhorn that Domain Ramsey uh, run that Robbie Farr uh, used to drive as well. And uh, so Brent's the Australian champion, as you know, Ron. And it's quite funny; he's got over a hundred horsepower more than he normally would have in his own car because uh, it's a four eighty that Domain has, and I think it's a Vic Hill. And oh, Brent's geez. like, they can't keep the wheels on the ground. Just so, fly. And, and Chalmers has had a pretty decent year so far. 
Oh, he's a he's a great competitor. There's there's so many great. You, you know yourself, Ron. The West Coast is absolutely where it's at for Australian late model racing. Um, they have bred such an incredible culture. There's 25 cars this weekend. The Victorian title tonight, tomorrow night. That's amazing. So they've really got a good feel. They've got a number of really quality Sydney cars came down. Uh, the Tasmanians, there's probably five or six Tasmanians that have come up, as well as the strong Victorian cars. Um, so it's going to be a ripper championship. I really wish I could be in two places at once. Well, and for our listeners that don't know, Tasmania is a little island, at the, a big island, actually, at the south of Australia. That's uh, where and, the devils come from. Yeah. Devils. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they have to float the cars yeah, uh, up, on a ferry to the mainland. Yeah, it's um, it's a beautiful part of the world. I I, I sort of tell anybody that um that has never been, you need to go to Tasmania because you know we talk about southern hospitality in America. Well, yeah. southern hospitality in Australia is alive and well as well. Tasmania is like the land that time forgot. It's a little bit like Arkansas. It's like a a very <laughs> scary. Um, very much a slower paced part of the world. Sure. Huge speedway culture, Ron. Like massive. You know, a lot of the really great Grand National races, you know, back in the day, Cease Hendricks and Chaz Kelly and those kind of people, they had an, an amazing Grand National sedan culture down there where for many years they also ran on asphalt. They asphalted the dirt track down there at La Trobe, and it's a beautiful part of the world. Sure. Well, and I've been paying attention. The late models are really doing well in yeah. Tassie. Yeah. Um, well, you know, Callum Harper is an absolute yeah. badass. He runs super sedans and late models, which for American super sedans is a is a derivative. It's like Australia's late model before late models came along. So it's a right-hand drive car. We showed them the way, though, didn't we? Well, I mean, you know yourself, your buddy AJ Nylander and, and Alan Blake and those kind of guys. Um, but you have to remember that super sedan racing was what saloon car racing was, you know, back in the day. So we never had those big old Rayburn cars and things like that as locally built cars you know from back in the day it was those those guys like larry moore and jack hewitt and you know ray godsey and those kind of icons big ed wilbur you know um hash brown um you know those kind of people that came down many years ago and started that culture the uh and again for our listeners the super sedans uh are kind of a late model style chassis but the driver sits on the right uh right next to the retaining wall so they still go in the same direction yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. still go the same way. still go the same way that that we do here but the driver's sitting next to the wall frightening yeah exactly right which i think makes him a little bit more um fearless when you think about it kevin bell and kingsley jones come over to race at finley uh that time basically with no left-hand experience at all Someone's turned on the pool filter here. That's why it's very loud right now. It's not a, it's not a snowmobile. Someone's not slipping well, the snow. vacuuming or something. Ah, uh, no. Someone's just – maybe it's a leaf blower trying to get the, the leaves out of the pool, so I apologize uh, about that. Yeah, Kingsley uh, had trouble adjusting to all that metal on the, on the, on the right side of the car. He, uh, yeah, to, Kingsley uh, – I had actually, to repair Todd Schroyer's car a couple of times. The destroyer. Roddy yeah. Schroyer, that's – Man, Ron, I have so much incredible, um, you know, memories of, of that place. Remember the Le- the Leafs, um, Rob, I, could, I think his boy's racing pretty hard these days as well. And Kingsley Jones's son is racing Speedway dirt carts, uh, acre dirt carts and things. And I always remember Mr. P used to call Rob Leaf the Leaf kid. Hey, yeah. the Leaf kid's going okay. His name's, his name's Rob Leaf, Mr. P, but okay, let's call him the Leaf kid. Close enough. A lot of Americans have been coming. I have been uh, down under 
uh, racing down there and uh, taking some wins. I mean, how, how do uh, the natives feel about uh, the Americans coming in down there and, and winning some well, of the races? Well, Devin Moran is probably the most recent, I think, that is down here at the moment. I think also the um, the Roths um, come down uh, quite a bit as well. Um, I know that Britain Godsey is really keen. I went and caught up with Ray in Britain a couple of years ago. I drove down to Bedford. Wow. Talk about down in the holler. Ooh, I got a little bit scared when I drove down there, but uh, I got to hang out with, with Ray Godsey, one of the icons of American motor racing, as you guys know. Um, Tyler Erb has been down here and raced with some some degree of success. Tyler kind of got everybody all burned up a couple of years ago. He made a comment on Twitter about um, being in a medical center down here when he got sick and how he felt like it was a third world country. Well, Twitter lit up. Tyler uh, – yeah, yeah. Tyler became quite the topic of conversation down here. So but you, you got to remember um, that, Scott, that people like Big Ed Wilbur, they really um, built the foundation for Australia and America sedan competition. And they would ask Big Ed in front of huge crowds, you know, what do you think of Australia, Ed? And he would say, I think if you could put handles on either end of this country, you'd have the world's biggest garbage can. And wow. uh but, but he was such a great showman. He, he knew how to fire the crowd up. So any time the Aussies beat the Americans, the place would light up. And it's funny, Ron, many years ago, I was walking across the track at Knoxville after a race meeting, and a guy stopped and shook my hand. He said, hey, I want you to say hi to Con Migrove for me down there. I said, oh, okay. He goes, we raced for him a time or two. Anyway, I'm going to catch you later. My name's there, Wilbur, and I went, Bighead Wilbur like he was a legend to us as even as kids because he had a great way of understanding how to make a show you know any uh any word on uh drivers that'll be coming from Australia to America during our summer uh, this year that we should keep an eye on I haven't heard too much about what uh, Kai Blight's plans are that's one of the most bright he'll be back he's a phenomenal young talent Uh, I'm sure that Brent Vosbergen will be over. I'm sure that Joey Chalmers will be making an effort to come over. I think, I think Ron, there's always half a dozen, isn't there, Aussies Absolutely. from the West Coast? So did you get to uh, introduce yourself to Rico? I know he was there for a while. I know Rico from, um, gosh, way back. Um, Rico and I probably go back to 015, 016 at the Knoxville Nationals. Ah. Uh, he was, you know, as you can imagine, he was extremely popular. Yeah. Uh, here in Australia, he's just recently gone back to start the High Limit series. But Aussies, like ever, like Americans, absolutely love Rico. He's got such a wonderful way of fans, and and he's a real gas. So it'd be quite the coup for you guys one day to ever get him in a late model. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I you mentioned the Knoxville Nationals. Uh, you're a pretty big uh, part of that uh, that whole thing there. Uh, I know I know a lot of people enjoy seeing you at the the Knoxville Nationals. Are you going to be back again this year? That is such a privilege for me. Um, and that started in you know 015 when Brian Stickle, the then general manager of the raceway, and a guy called Brandon Bingham, they were down in Australia on holiday. I didn't even know who they were, and they came to Parramatta one night, Ron, and they and I didn't even know they were just sitting in the stands and listening. And then we went to the classic the week after, and 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 Mike Long from Eagle Chassis at the time uh, sent me this beautiful email when he got back and said, I really like how you and how you you know, get the fans involved and how you get some atmosphere and you do things very differently to how Americans do it. And I'm going to write to the general manager of the raceway and say, hey, would you have weight at the Knoxville Nationals? And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> see, how you, see how you go with that. And uh, it wasn't long before Brian Stickle and Brandon reached out to me and said, we'd, we'd really like you to come and add your, your flavor to the Nationals. And I said, let me think about that. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was pretty well how it started. And and I'm so incredibly privileged. Uh, Kendra Jacobs was a big part of that. Ron, as you know, I've been friends with the Jacobs family since oh, yeah. since Kenny won the historical big one, I think, back in 95. Um, so, you know, Kendra helped me to continue that relationship. And now Jason Reed, who's the current general manager of the raceway, has been so supportive of just allowing me to be having fun with the Americans. Because, guys, I know that you you guys will probably look at your country at times and go, man, it's gone to hell in a handbasket. But the essence of the patriotism and the love for your sport and the love for racing and the love for the American flag is still massively inspiring to me. It is still... The, the most incredible fan base in the world. They're so enthusiastic, they're so pure, and they're so energised. And so many people come up to me and say, we appreciate what you do. And it's funny, guys, because my actual fun event of the year is the IMCA Speedway Motors Super Nationals fueled by Casey's. I have absolutely fallen in love with that event. What a trip that is. It's rednecks with paychecks. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just saying uh, he he was talking about Knoxville and Eldora. Uh, the 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 fans that show up for that are just amazing. The yeah. numbers. Oh, absolutely! And I think Australians have a hard time getting their head around the fact that late models probably have a bigger fan base, uh, you know, than than sprint cars do. That's a hard thing for Aussies to get their head around. I mean, the World One Hundred has probably been the you know the biggest car count and the biggest you know spectacle in dirt racing in America, as you guys know, I don't have to preach that to you, you know, for such a long time. And when I tell people in Australia that I go to Boone and there's 1,000 cars, like 1,000 for the week, people people can't get their heads around that. So it's still the – although the big marquee events are phenomenal, I still love the, you know, the grassroots stuff. And and I've really fallen in love with IMCA racing. It's – it's very real. It's very down to earth, and I just love it. Now, what about? Uh, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with um, the High Limit uh, series taking over the All Stars. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Kind of real quick. Um, I spoke to Kerry Madsen about that in August, September of, of last year, and he's a guy better qualified to talk about that than me. And I said, "Is America big enough for two series like this?" And he said, "Absolutely, it is." Yeah. So. Um, you know, when you've got the the collective star power of Brad Sweet and Kyle Larson driving something forward, you'd have to expect that it's going to be successful. They've got a great roster. They just signed James McFadden yesterday. Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Yeah. Uh, and as you know, he's one of the – he's probably one of the top six drivers on the planet. So they've got Rico on board. They've got Brent Marks. They've got, you know, Brad Sweet. They've got Casey Kane. They've got so many phenomenal drivers. So, um I think the High Limit Series is going to be strong. What it's probably done is probably put a rocket up the world of outlaws a bit and made them step up their game in some corners of their business. So I think competition can be a healthy thing, Ron. You know, with your with proven race cars, that if it was just one brand of race car, maybe the industry would get a bit stagnant. So I think it's an exciting time for the sport. What, what about for uh, for those racers that kind of like the, the regionalism of, of the All-Stars and that now that that's gone, it's kind of left a little bit of a void? Look, um, the writing from an outsider point of view, I might be wrong, on the wall for the last couple of years is that the All-Stars probably hasn't been in the best place that it could be in anyway. I think the car counts have been um, not as as healthy as they would have liked. It's been really a, a, a cumulative of Redeem, uh, you know, of the, the Tyler Courtney, of the Marshall team. It's really been, 
you know, three or four really strong teams um, that have made that what it is. So I, I hope it doesn't impact that. Like you said, the little the little traction of the I-96s of the world and places like that have been a staple diet, you know, the tracks in Ohio and stuff. So I hope it doesn't impact on them significantly. But the industry's changed so much. And, Ron, you know, since you and I became friends, you know, like, 96 um 100 the, years ago the world the world has changed a lot in its in terms of how it perceives racing in terms of um what it perceives as value for money racing and all that sort of stuff so i, I doubt that oakshade still runs the same way as it did when i was there back in the, in the mid 90s although maybe uh, it does. the car counts are not what they were but uh it's still healthy yeah, it, it, well, it was the culture of Oakshade, oh, you know, yeah. as you well know. It was considered, I remember Mr. P, you know, when he wanted to go to, you know, running late models on Saturdays, I'm like, Mr. P, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Like, there's a bloke called Baltus down the road. It's going to be really pi 55 about <laughs> us doing that and, and Oakshade weren't going to be happy. But the reality is that you have a market everywhere. And I, I had to go to Attica on Friday nights and hand out – little slips of paper you know that said 2000 to win 200 to start and i had to go up to drivers and say hey we'd love to see you tomorrow night at finley if you you know if you got no plans so i had to go and physically shop for my drivers because they had so many options in ohio on saturday so what that did was it created an attitude of we need the drivers not the drivers need us and i think that's important well Um, and the new owners at millstream are still kind of up in the air as to what night they're going to run they they understand that saturday mm-hmm. night is pretty much saturated well ron people used to stop me in the street in, in finley and say ozzy and they grab me by the shoulders and say sunday night this is a sunday night racetrack it yes, always sir. and i go back yes, to mr sir. p and say that's what i hear too i would say mr p the people are telling me Sunday nights. Yeah, well, I guess we ain't gonna run Sunday nights. <laughs> he would always push back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I know you got to get going there, but real quick, uh, what are what do you got left uh, on the schedule down in Australia before uh, you do get uh, to? I can come tell you that. Hop on a plane keep, and head uh, north. I have to keep that on my uh, on my schedule in front of me because. Um, I basically, oh, there's my schedule. Wow. So what have I got? So this weekend I'm in Sydney for Top Fuel. Next weekend for the Rob Wolfenden Speedway Motorcycles. Then I've got Top Fuel in Perth. I've got local racing in Timmis Speedway for two nights. I've got the Easter Trail for Timmis. Then I've got late model Victorian title. Then I'm back at the Bend for Top Fuel in South Australia. Then Nitro Funny Cars in uh, Willow Bank in Queensland. Back to Top Fuel in Sydney. TA2 Muscle Cars. TA2 Muscle Cars. Manjumup Motocross. Desert Racing for Motocross. Uh, TA2 in Queensland. Eight Cadet Carts. And then back mid-July to the state. So it's very busy. So when, when does the uh, race season in Australia end for you? Well, e- that Easter, you know, that April, Easter, May. Okay. Yeah, for most for most places, as we we, we kind of dovetail perfectly with your season, um, Scott. So it it kind of works out well that we the finish. The difference is, Scott, that their winters are nothing like what we have. That's what, yeah, we yeah. were talking about that before you got here. Uh, yeah. I, I, moonshine, uh, the methanol moonshine. Let's let's talk about that real quick because you're you got all the racing things, but yeah. you also have that deal as well. Look, that was a that was a COVID project. Um, literally, all my events for for work or my announcing jobs stopped um, because there was no events. 
So basically my friend owns a gin distillery and he said to me, hey, would you promote my vodka that we've got going to the Speedway audience? I was like, ah, vodka's not really a Speedway thing. Moonshine is. Can we make moonshine? He's like, hell yeah, we can make moonshine. Moonshine's just <laughs> – Moonshine is just, you know, unmatured whiskey. And uh, because I like um, alliteration, you know, Ron rocks him in Rockingham, uh, you know, Wade wows him in Warnable. I thought, well, let's call, let's call it methanol moonshine. And so we, we put some race cars inside the bottles and uh, started creating this collector series of bottles. And pretty soon Kendra Jacobs at Knoxville Raceway said, hey, we want that at Nationals. So then we contacted through Friends of Friends, a uh, distillery in Iowa, and Spencer said, can you manufacture this distillers for us and can we get it on the market? And that was in 2021, and we're in almost 50 locations now uh, throughout the throughout Iowa, South Dakota, and Minnesota, and we're hoping to expand into more in the next uh, next sort of 18 months to 24 months. Right, and you got apparel. I mean, that, that thing, different flavors now I've seen. So, I mean, that that's kind of exploded for you. Is that- yeah, um, butterscotch and peach are our two new flavors that we're sort of trying on the market now. Originally, we were just the the OG. We've ramped up the the mix to to hundred proof on our last uh, three flavors here in Australia. So our our catch cry is smooth and subtle, or a whole lot of trouble. Which um, back in the day, <laughs> Billy Paxton would have related to Ronnie. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> where uh, where can people find more information about that, or, or where can they get that? If you get onto methanolmoonshine.com.au, uh, you can click on our on our on our uh, icons, which will give you all of our locations uh, in America, uh, and all of our we can mail it out to you in Australia. So uh, get across that, and um, all of our socials on on Methanol Moonshine Facebook page as well. We'd love to have you chime in and let us know what you think. Awesome. Well, Wade, uh, we appreciate uh, the time again. I know you got to go call some drag racing there, so we'll let you go here. Really great to see you guys. Ron, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you, mate. I hope we get to see each other at some point uh, ahead in the next uh, yeah. six months. Life is life goes by very quickly, mate. Uh, I'll yeah, be hopefully honest, I'll hopefully be honest. we can get to Northwest Ohio. I'll be on a circle of dirt somewhere this summer, Wade. Yeah. I want to just send that shout-out to Belly, Ron. I know that you want to do that as oh, well. Uh, yeah, thank you. A great friend to all of us. So uh, you guys have a wonderful uh, January while I sweat my ass off here at Top Fuel today. It's very hot here. <laughs> well, happy Australia Day again. Yeah, appreciate it. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> I'm telling you, Scott. The, the man is a, just a great promoter of motorsports. If you get a chance, just listen to what he said about all the different venues that he's going to be announcing at. Uh, and he's so full of energy, too. Yeah, yeah, it's not like we interviewed him. <laughs> it's like he interviewed us. Uh, Wade Onger, Onger uh, very cool. Uh, former announcer down at uh, Flag City. Motorsports now, Park. Now called Millstream. Was called Millstream before. It's kind of like or, a donut. Or, or Finley. Or Finley. Finley works, too. Whatever. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, I got some racing news to get to. Also, don't forget hashtag DCR to uh, win that uh, Hammerdown Racing Report window decal. If you haven't typed in hashtag DCR in the comments of our Facebook or YouTube live, 
uh, do that. If you already have, you're already in there, so you're you're good to go. Uh, make sure to contact Dominator Race Products uh, for everything you need to be in the winner's circle. Mm-hmm. Dominator with over 30 years of experience to put you out front. They have hoods, fillers, doors, quarters. Uh, check out their uh, composite ultimate body panels and uh, and everything else. They got everything, really. You could I'm, build a whole plastic car. I'm waiting for Well, them. and he's got not all. Every, they have stuff that's not just plastic, too. I've been waiting for them to build a nose for race trucks. Have you? Oh, yeah. Is there an approved nose? I don't know the rules uh, for Fremont with, no, with their bodies. It's got to be a truck. It's got to be a truck front end? Yeah. So you can't get a Dominator truck front end. Is that what you're saying? Well, well yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be five-star. So he could make a truck front end. Okay. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> So confused. And it would probably be killer, too. Uh, or like a killer Z nose. That's it. Ah, those cool classic uh, Camaro noses. He has those. You can check them out and order them direct from DominatorRaceProducts.com or give them a call, 419-923-6970. Dominator Race Products are also available from your local reputable race shops. Um, got some uh, racing news to uh, get through here. Some interesting news coming up, too. Really? Yeah, let's check it out. Latest racing news. Uh, we'll start off with uh, some strange stuff happening at the Battle of the Barn, Battle at the Barn in Iowa. There, Iowa State Fairgrounds. Did you watch any of that? I, I, I did. Flipping through, I saw a few things, and I saw a few highlights on uh, on the internet, on Facebook, social media. I'm not sure if it was Facebook or not, but um, I saw one of the go kart racers. <laughs> did you see the, the at least that the thing I'm talking about where? It was, they only showed the final two laps. I was talking to Dave Kemmer, and apparently there was a little more to it than the little clip that I saw. But uh, right. this, the clip starts with uh, they're coming back to the green flag with two laps to go. Uh, the guy in second place gets to the inside going into turn one. A little bit of contact, nothing too bad. Uh, Typical go-kart yeah, race. Yeah, guy, guy in the lead goes high. The guy in second takes over the lead, and guy in second... <laughs> Uh, cuts the, cuts the corner, almost runs over an official trying to hit the, uh, the guy that took the lead missed on the first try, cut the corner the next time, <laughs> nailed them as they're coming to the checkered flag. Uh, I guess it and obviously it was black flagged. Yeah. Um, and the announcer was great. on that. <laughs> He's just like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, so yeah. if you have a chance, check, just look for that, uh, battle at the barn, uh, that'll probably be, I think flow even, even has that clip uh, up on their website, flows flow racing. And, uh, Alex Smolders was also there. He won a race, he former guest on the show. But, he was involved in a pretty, uh, bad wreck there, flipped over pretty good, but, uh, got back in and, and went on and won. But, uh, Dave said he looked pretty sore. Go-karting is getting to be a really big deal again, Scott. Yeah. Um, well, they had all kinds of things there. ATVs I saw, I was flipping through once and they were running ATVs or something with weird little tires. Pavement tires. Yeah, like in the back, but the front were normal. It was just bizarre. Anyway, uh, Butler Motor Speedway announced their 2024 schedule on uh, Monday of this week. Opening night is going to be Saturday, May 4th uh, with uh, 410s, modified street stocks, and four cylinders with their uh, their typical Saturday night program. And... Uh, some of the uh, stuff on their schedule, some highlights. The Mace Thomas Classic 
uh, featuring the High Limit Sprint Car Series will be on Saturday, June 1st. That's going to be paying $12,085 to uh, win. They're going to have a Summer Nationals uh, race on the 11th of July. The Valvoline American Late Model Ironman Series on August 24th. And then uh, finally, Season Championship Night at Butler will be on September 14th. Uh, some sad news, once again, because we always have at least one of these lawnmower. De- <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, they had yep. lawnmowers at the yep. barn as well. Um, uh, sad news, uh, Every not a racer this week, but related to a racer, Mike Wallace's wife, Carla, uh, passed away on Monday after a four-year battle with uh, ovarian cancer. Ooh. It's always it's got to be some sad yeah. news every week. So there's your sad news of the week. Uh, Attica Raceway Park also released their 2024 race schedule. They just did that yesterday. They're going to kick off as they typically do late, when it's still late, winter. Late March. It's still winter. <laughs> uh, March uh, 15th, uh, Friday night, March 15th, will be their first event, allegedly, depending on weather. Uh, they're going to feature 24 events with over 800000 in total feature money and point fund payouts. Featured on Attica's schedule this year, in addition to uh, the regular show of 410s, UMP Late Models and 305s are going to be the, of course, the AFCS, the Attica Fremont Championship Series, the Valvoline American Late Model Ironman Series. That's going to be there on May 24th. Attica Oakshade Late Model Series is back for four events on the calendar. World of Outlaws will be there two times this summer. Brad Doty Classic, one of those. Uh, The Fast slash uh, Ohio Sprint Speed Week. Uh, date of uh, June 7th, and uh, that's uh, one of uh, two fast shows scheduled for the year. Season will conclude at Attica with season championship night on Friday, September 6th. That's an aggressive season. And uh, I saw that uh, the dirt trucks are going to be there, and there was right. a... Uh, that's the Fremont trucks. Yes. Uh, not, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Because there's not the to dirt be track, confused with not the dirt, dirt track, track truck, truck series, series, the Fremont trucks. Absolutely. And uh, I guess uh, a little bit of the disappointment in some of those drivers. Well, there's only uh, the one date for, right. for them. And uh, yeah, and it is what it is. Uh, a slice, slightly adjusted lineup format will launch the uh, NASCAR Cup Series in 2024. The uh, field will continue to be split into two qualifying groups. I had totally forgotten this was their whole qualifying thing, but uh, they're going to continue to be uh, broken into two groups. Fastest five drivers out of each group will still advance into a second round of qualifying. Uh, However, the way positions 11 through 40 uh, for the starting grid will be set is going to be different. In the past, the drivers uh, who set positions 11 through uh, 40th were aligned based on their fastest lap times regardless uh, and that was uh regardless of uh, whichever group they were in right this is overall times uh i guess uh most of the time one of those uh the track is better condition i think it was for, for the for one second or, group one yeah. or the other yeah yeah so they're changing that part now the drivers from group a who failed to advance uh, into the final round of qualifying, will now set the positions for the outside row, meaning 12th, 14th, 16th, and so on, uh, will be set by Group A. Group B cars will be set on the inside row in much the same way. Let them run heat races. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the cars that fail to advance into the round, uh, into round two, will set positions 11, 13, 
already, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the inside row, guys. The Daytona 500 is excluded from this new format as the Fame event has its own unique way of setting the field as they the have duels. for many years. Yes. They should do that at all the races. Why they not? really should. It, it makes it a lot more exciting. Yeah, and then you get more racing out of it. A couple of qualifying races before, yeah. I guess those technically could be like heat races. Very fast yeah. heat races. Um, Simon Pagano provided an update on his health on Monday. Uh, as you may remember, the 2019 Indianapolis 500 winner and 2016 NTT IndyCar Series champion was involved in a violent crash uh, during practice at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course on July 1st. He was not medically cleared to compete for the remainder of the season due to uh, lingering concussion-like symptoms. He does not know yet if he will be back behind a wheel in 2024, nor if he's ready for it. Ooh. That must, yeah. If he's concerned. I wonder if it's like a whole uh, Kurt Busch kind of thing. I don't know, maybe. Crazy. Uh, NASCAR will give a pass to Kyle Larson for his Memorial Day weekend double, running the Indy 500 earlier in the day and then uh, running the Coca-Cola 600 in the evening. NASCAR usually makes uh, drivers start at the tail if they miss the driver's meeting. This will not be the case at Charlotte should Larson not make it back in time for the driver's meeting. He will still retain his uh, whatever starting position he, he earns he earned. Yep. for that. So, I mean, that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, it's but, fair. Yeah. And I, from what I read, the driver's meetings are nothing more than just a formality anymore anyways. Drivers' meetings are the same everywhere, every week. Not if you're new to the track. Yeah, It could okay. be your first driver's meeting. Um, and uh, finally, uh, this uh, came up uh, this morning and was kind of interesting and uh, kind of spark, uh, sparked a little bit of debate, I guess. A little controversy. Yeah. Uh, Lincoln Speedway announced, uh, actually announced it yesterday, that the Pennsylvania dirt track will be moving away from the traditional flagman system and is going to be uh, using a virtual flagman for the 2024 season. According to a press release uh, issued by track officials, a state-of-the-art virtual flagman system will include uh, lighting and message boards around the uh, speedway to alert drivers and fans of important situations on the racetrack. The system will be run and overseen by officials in the scoring tower. Additionally, Lincoln Speedway will continue to utilize flaggers and safety workers in the corners and front straightaway. Speedway officials explained that the change has been made in, in an attempt to create a safer environment for officials working at the event at the racetrack. So they've taken a second person away from... From right on the track, right. I'm guessing. But then they, but right in their press release, though, that still says they're having uh, a flagger and safety workers, you know, in the corners and front straightaway. Isn't that where the flagman is? Uh, yeah. So I'm a little confused. I'm not exactly sure what that means. I first, when I first read this, I was. And, and does that person is that person going to have control over the lights and? Message well, boards? Uh, no, yeah, like no, I've got time to read something on a message board. That's going to be... I don't even look at the damn gauges, Scott. That's going to be... I'm guessing it'll probably be a big flashing light or something, but that, yeah. but those will be controlled from officials in the, in the scoring tower. So, And that kind of takes you, eyes away, uh, further away from the track. You, you spend a lot of time every harder Saturday... Harder to see debris. You spend a lot of time every Saturday night in the tower. I do. Do, th do things ever get out of control up there? Chaotic? 
I, I think somebody... my non-disclosure agreement uh, would prevent <laughs> me from disclosing any of that information. Uh, yeah, but I know. It's harder to see, you know, like if there's debris on the track where the flagman, you know, he's right there. Right. He can see that a lot better. Um, but when I first read this, I was thinking of like the, uh, the hologram deal, like Tupac Shakur performing or something. Yeah. They have a hologram of a flagman. Well, now, and, that would be kind of cool. But, but that's something else, Scott. The flagman yeah. is part of the show. How many racetracks do you go to? Everyone, I'll guarantee, has some kid with flags that's mimicking what the flag stands. That's true. I did doing. not think about that. Absolutely. Right. You know? I don't know. Oakshade has their junior flagman who races now. That's true. <laughs> I remember him when I first started. He was a yeah. little kid. Yeah, now yeah. he's in a race Ryan, car. Ryan Clare. Well, and uh, Perry's son, Colton. Right. He's got his own little flag. So I saw yep. him at uh, Sandusky at the hangover race. Right. Waving some flags. And, so. and he's racing go-karts. Yes. And, and someday dad will have him in a real race you car. You think? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, no. so I don't know. But uh, let us know what you think. Um there was one at the hangar. Yes, that was Colton. Uh, let us know what uh, you think of about the virtual flagmans. I mean, I, I look at it two ways. There's there's that way where you're missing the tradition of the flagman and the, the showmanship of it. But at the same time, from a racer's point of view, I hardly look at the flagman. I mean, you got your race savers. You got your race savers. You got the lights. I mean, those are the first things you notice, and, unless you just happen to be right at the flag stand when something's happening. Right. And even then, the flags are some sometimes hard to see depending on the conditions of the track. Scott, it's Especially all part of the, it's all part of the show. Don't take okay. it away. Okay. Do you think it's a, a expense saving measure, or because you're going to have the added expense oh, of putting I, all this? I'm pretty sure those flag people weigh make seven eight hundred dollars oh, a night. Oh yeah, at least kind of like announcers. Uh huh. Yeah. Wait, what track is that at? <laughs> Sign me up, right? Absolutely. Um, let us know what you think uh, of uh, virtual flagman versus uh, traditional flagman. Give us a call on the Hammer Down Hotline, which is covered up there. 419-318-3081. 419-318-3081. Are you for virtual going, being safety and, and doing that? And, and again, we're not exactly sure what that's going to look like. I'm not sure why they can't incorporate both. Unless you, like you say, is it a cost-saving yeah. measure? Well, and, and you still have the, the corner workers, and they still have people, officials there. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let us know what you think. 419-318-3081. Is it, uh, is it just a sign of the times? Is it, is it time for that? I don't know. Speaking of the Hammer Down Hotline. Oh, yeah? We actually uh, have a, a text this week. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Let's uh, bring that up here because I didn't write it down. There it is. Uh, text says, Attica's schedule brings in national teams and fills the house on a weekly basis. They don't get enough credit for working their tails off to make that track one of the best in Ohio. I think they get credit. They, I mean, they are one of the best in Ohio. They're on they Dirt are. Vision. They have a contract with them. Um, but, yeah, they, they do. They're a pretty well-known track. They are. And And – a lot of the tracks around Northwest Ohio, and are they're pretty, right. They do a I great mean, job. Whoever I, whoever submitted that post, absolutely, they're right. They have a lot of high paying shows there. They uh, have a nice facility, um, and the, they've got a pretty good variety. They got the late models in. They got the uh, open wheels. 
sprint cars. Right, right. How many tracks run two headline divisions? Um, not many. Not many that stay open, at least. Um, Dave Kemmer believes it's a safety deal for the uh, the flag thing. See a lot of flagmen getting hurt, and one landed in front of me. A flagman landed in front of you, Dave? I'm curious now <laughs> what that meant. Uh, how about uh, we give away some uh, Big D's pizza? Ooh. Oh, and once again, uh, before we get to that, though, if you want to call or text uh, 419-318-3081, it doesn't have to be about the, the virtual flagman, but... Uh, and if you forget that phone number, it's available on our website. And Hammerdownracingreport.com. Right. There you go. Uh, da, da, da. How about we give away some pizza and we'll not forget to uh, do the rest of it this week. How many? So last week's how many was how many World of Outlaws late models are going to be at Volusia this past Saturday? It was a boatload. It was. And I, did, I didn't update what we put down. I just I, I know I guessed 35, but I forgot what you guessed. What did you guess? 36. Did you guess 36? Yeah, you did. 36. There it is. Good thing I got last week's notes there. And I thought that was a gimme. Well, yeah, and yeah, 50, uh, 56 was the uh, the number there. Right. So congratulations. Yay. You're the winner there. That uh, means I get to go first tonight. And our show winner. How well, many? I hit the keyboard there. That worked. Our uh, show winner of how many? Well, you'll never guess who it was. Guest 55. He was closest. John Young. Close. Sponsor of the show. Dean Henry. Does stickers. Dale Cole? Dale Cole Jr. Really? Is uh, this week's winner. Congratulations, Dale Cole Jr. You got yourself some Big D's pizza. He, he was the closest there. 55. Yeah. yeah. So this week's how many chance to win a Big D's pizza is uh, we're going to stick with the late models are in action again. They're in action tonight, as a matter of fact, through Saturday at Golden Isles. In Georgia. Down in Georgia. How many Lucas Oil late models will be in action Saturday night at Golden Isles? Put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Uh, If you're listening to us on the podcast, you can come back, find us. On uh, find the the Facebook Live, uh, put your guess in. Put some comments back up, Scott. I need some help before. Uh, put your guess in sometime before. Uh, I don't know what time. It is. We'll say four o'clock on Saturday. Four o'clock Eastern time on Saturday. You can get your guess in. No, that's too late. We'll we'll go with two o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Two o'clock on it. Yeah. So it looks like you got a couple in there. You know, 35 is a good number, <laughs> but it's way too low. You think so? I, I'm going with 45. Okay. 45. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with 48. Really? Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm just going with 48. See everybody else uh, is right around there. Big D's uh, guessing 49, so he's usually pretty good too. Uh, so we'll find out who wins that to whoever's closest will win a big D's pizza. You can only guess once. If you guess more than once, uh, you will be disqualified. And if you change your guess, you will be disqualified. But again, uh, you you have until well, what did I say? Noon on Saturday. Yeah. Noon 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 o'clock on Saturday to get your guess in. If you listen to us on the podcast on iTunes or whatever. I wonder what the weather forecast is for Georgia. Yeah. Are you being sarcastic, or do you actually? Well, know? I, I don't know. I don't know. 
Are you are you hinting that it there's a possibility it could be a zero? Yeah. Okay. Last time we suggested that uh, it didn't work out so well for the one person <laughs> that guessed zero. Uh, let's talk about what's uh, coming up this weekend. This weekend, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. There's a race uh, in our region. I won't say our neck of the woods, but in our region this weekend. It's in with within reasonable driving distance. Mid-Michigan Raceway Park is hosting the third annual Whiteout 100. I question the annual part of that because they don't run it every year. They try. Yes. I think I was at the second annual one about five years ago. But, uh, and yeah. And that was pretty soupy. And that was a, a messy ride. I still I still have nightmares about the ride back. <laughs> um, third annual Whiteout 100 Mid-Michigan Raceway Park. It's up there on the other side of Lansing, north, it's northwest north, of Lansing. It's north of I-96 and yeah. south of Crystal Speedway. There you go. Uh, they're going to have a four-cylinder c- class. This is kind of a less formal hangover race kind right. of deal. It's a, even, and that's a less formal yeah. race than a regular race at Sandusky. But uh, uh, this at Mid-Michigan Park, Raceway Park, they're going to have four-cylinder class, a V8 race car class, 4 by 4 Jeep class, and bone stock class. Ooh. I remember uh, when we went there the last time. Uh, I don't remember. I, you, did, you made it to Lansing. That was about I it. I made it halfway, yeah. yeah. Uh, they had a PT Cruiser that they took the windows out, slapped a number on, <laughs> racing uh. with it. Uh, gates open at 1030. This is on Saturday. Is it, I don't know if I mentioned that. This Saturday, January 27th. Gates open at 1030. Hot laps will start shortly after, and general admissions just $10 for that show. Probably be a good time. I think when we went uh, last time, they had, like, free hot dogs, too, which that part was awesome. Uh, I Scott's a hot dog lover. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to have that this year, but uh, there you go. So that is happening this weekend. Uh, he's saying he never got his sticker. Did you mail that out yet? What's that? The window sticker. No, I didn't. No. Well, that's why he didn't get it then. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've got a couple things that I've got to mail. Um, okay. Wifey has been out of town. She's back now, and she runs a lot of my errands for me. So, Gotcha. Yeah, you're busy in the shop. You don't have time to go to the post Ooh, office. It's been crazy, Scott. Uh, other series action this weekend, East Bay Raceway Park. Uh, it's the uh, second week of Winter Nationals featuring Crate Racing USA 4, 604 Late Models and uh, the CR USA Street Stocks. That'll be tonight through Saturday. UMP Modifieds on Monday, January 29th through Saturday, February 3rd. Volusia Speedway Park down there in Florida as well. Uh, they're going to be in action with the germ-free Southern Sprint Car Shootout featuring three-quarter Modifieds, uh, the USCS 360 Sprints uh, tonight through Thursday. All that's going on tonight through uh, Thursday. Yeah, make sure you go to East Bay if you're down there. Listen to our good friend Larry Jarrett announce. Uh, and Daytona International Speedway gets things going uh, this weekend. Is that, is that dirt or pavement? Um, it depends on if you're on the track or off the track, I guess. Although they did pave the inside of uh, oh, they did um, the the backstretch there right. where they had by, the grass by Lake Lloyd. Yes. Uh, the Rolex 24-hour at Daytona is uh, going on this weekend. Starts on Saturday and ends on Sunday. Uh, coverage starts at 1.30 on NBC, and uh, there's going to be coverage on Peacock and USA, and I guess it kind of 
we'll uh, bounce around those two. Sure. Probably back on uh, NBC then for the uh, end of it, which will be shortly after lunch on Sunday. And I, I was reading they have uh, a lot more entries this year in uh, the really? classes. Yeah. Well, not a lot, but a, several of the classes, they have more cars than they've had in the past. So, um, It's a fun yeah. race and I'll Something to watch, watch, watch yeah. some of it. Uh, what else we got? Uh, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is in action with the Super Bowl Racing tonight uh, through Saturday. That's uh, at Golden Isle Speedway in Georgia. Uh, that's, of course, where how many comes into play, the final yeah. night of that on Saturday. Then it's the uh, Winter Nationals at Bubba Raceway Park in Ocala, Florida, on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. So this is when things start Ramping up as far as racing goes. Yeah, it, it, it just it's starts, it starts getting crazy from here on out. Exactly. Uh, down under in Australia, it's the uh, uh, V8 Dirt Modifieds and Southern Street Stocks at Albany Speedway. That'll be on Saturday, January 27th. Esperance Motor Raceway, uh, the Western Australia Formula 500 state title. And uh, Street Stock SEO, that'll be Thursday through Saturday. It's tonight through Saturday. Actually, tonight's already happened there. So right. <laughs> they're on Friday already. It's the middle of the afternoon, uh, just about down there, uh, or morning. You know, it's western, morning. so it's still probably morning there. Um, Premier Speedway, they're going to be hosting the Australian Sprint Car Championship uh, Friday and Saturday, 26th and 27th, featuring sprint cars and the Victorian late model title. What yeah. is that? Is that like an old-fashioned late model no, it's oh Victoria. That's like one of their it's one of the states. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and as we mentioned uh, when we were talking with Wade Onger, that uh, Veronica Veronica McCann uh, is making the trek across. Now you got to understand, Scott, that Australia is about the same breadth as the width. United States. Yeah. The same width, except there's a lot less in the middle. There's nothing in the middle, <laughs> and it's not much more than a two lane road, which is. Known to wash out. I saw she had a post uh, where they're asking about a detour and yeah. wasn't sure which way to go. Right. Trying to get there. Yeah, it's there. There, are, she there it. are no super highways east to west or north to south. It's 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 a real trek. Are, are there trains? What's that? Trains? Yeah. Oh, okay. Load a car on a train. Just I, I would imagine. Uh, how about we uh, draw for those uh, Hammer Down Racing Report window stickers courtesy of DCR Graphics. Again, we got the special 2023 edition Hammer Down Racing Report stickers. You cannot buy these anywhere, uh, but we're going to give away two. So uh, hashtag DCR, if you haven't put that in uh, the comments, do so right now. We'll give you about a minute or two to uh, do so. Let's see how many. We've got about 21 entries, so it looks like our giveaway tool is working this week. Oh. And, uh, I, I know, it, I know you entered. It's it's more better than last week. More better. Well, it's because I started it a little late last week, and apparently it didn't it didn't wasn't retroactive. Right. So we're a little more on top of things this week. And again, that's why we're giving away two this week to uh, make up for that. So, have I stalled long enough? Should we just go ahead? Sure. And do it? Okay. Let's bring up our giveaway tool for. These hammer down window. Ooh, we picked up another we one. Did, we did. There we go. And you can still get in because I'm drawing for two of them here. So, I mean, once after we draw the first one, you can still get in. That's it. So, here we go for 
the special edition Hammer Down Racing Report window sticker, courtesy of DCR Graphics. And don't forget, you can buy the regular Hammer Down Racing Report window sticker. Five dollars from DCR Graphics. Bu- five bucks. Five bucks. There you go. Five bucks. Only mail it to you, deliver it to you, whatever you want. So here we go for winner number one. Oh, and I can confirm if you put a uh, hashtag DCR in. Oh look. Uh oh. He won again. Well, it's a good thing I didn't send it. Uh, does it was it one of these a special edition ones? Yes. So far, you win. Congratulations. Don't fret. We still have the other one to give away here. Here you go. Give that one to you. And for window sticker number two, here we go. Draw again. Oh, as I was going to say, you I confirmed you can enter from... Um, yeah, look at that. See? I won. Mm-hmm. From YouTube. I entered from Facebook and YouTube. I'm not going to win it myself, so we'll draw again. One more draw? One more draw. All right. That was more of a test entry right there yeah. to see if the cheat... Quote cheat kind of works. Get well, two and we questioned early on. If, oh, the if, lowercase. If, if it had to be lowercase. It or, does not. does not matter. It, it does not matter. So here we go. Let's uh, give it away to someone that's not you or me. I see your name popping up in there, too. There we go. Scotty Bowen's going to be our winner of the special edition Hammer Down Racing Report window sticker number two. Congratulations. Uh, unless you make arrangements with uh, Ron, you will have to pick that up from Ron Miller Race Cars within 30 days. Otherwise, it goes back into the uh, into the drawing. Yeah, back into the pile of things to give away. And that's about congratulations, uh, Scott. Yeah, congratulations. He, he used to be part of the uh, the show at down at Bowling BG. Green. Yeah. yeah, missed that Woodland Mall. Yeah. I do too, man. Somebody needs to. Put that together again. Is the Woodland Mall even still there? I think so. I feel bad for asking, but I don't know. I think Gary Navarre still has his racing memorabilia shop there. I think. Okay. Well, thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer, contributors John Young, Bob Stazak, everybody else that uh, sends me stuff. Uh, make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at Hammer Report. Uh, I, we had a question uh, that sent to me on uh, Twitter about Winston Speedway. Right. If there was any updates on that, because they just kind of ceased operations last summer. And uh, I reached out to my contacts, and uh, um, the guys over at Horsepower Happenings also didn't uh, have... No updates? Official updates as to what's going on there. It sounds like it, it may be uh, up for sale, but uh, that's just a speculation at this time that is uh reckless speculation but uh, no f- official updates as to what's going on up there we'll keep working on it. yeah but uh, there's a reason to follow us on uh, twitter you can find out stuff like that also oh i'm back that was weird <laughs> uh, make sure to uh, uh follow us on uh, youtube as well listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform including apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, megaphone uh, check us out at HammerdownRacerReport.com. Again, the Hammerdown Army uh, link on there. More information if you want to become part of that. You can check it out there and uh, find out how to uh, get one of those Hammerdown Racing Report stickers courtesy of DCR Graphics. And uh, also, if you rate and review us, share us with your friends, all that stuff helps us out too. We appreciate that. Thanks to our sponsors, DCR Graphics, 
Dominator Race Products, Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cars, and Freeze Frame Photos. If you're interested in being a sponsor, get a hold of us. We'll uh, let you know what you need to do. It's not outrageously expensive, and we every week we... And now that we're part of the Evergreen Podcast we, Network... We reach more people. You can... Uh, buy a package that's not just uh, you want to reach other motorsports or other markets or other interests i guess that's what i was looking for you can uh, do that as well i can put you in touch with the right people thanks to uh, this week's guest wade onger always a pleasure talking to him good time uh we'll be back next week seven o'clock on uh, thursday don't have anything uh, officially planned as of yet uh, i'll come up with something we will in the next uh, day or two Maybe uh, we'll talk to the winner of the Whiteout 100. Yeah. <laughs> Either case, we'll see. Yeah, it, 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 I've just got a hunch it's going to be a soupy mess, and there there may not be a winner, but that's just a guess. Everybody is a winner. Yeah. Uh, you'll be a winner by uh, joining us next Thursday, 7 o'clock. We'll be back live, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Really nice segue on that, Scott. Well, thank you. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. See ya. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.